Hello, everyone, and welcome to Petite to Queen's Practical Wisdoms at Work podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and I've got our VP of Operations, Amanda. Hey, everyone. And our special guest, Kelly English. Hey there. Hey, Kelly, welcome. I want everyone to know that Kelly's the founder and owner of Explore California Travel. And I actually met her when I was in San Francisco in September, Uh, took a tour with her, and I loved her background. She spent many years studying and working and traveling abroad, and she eventually landed in San Francisco, which was, ironically, right, Kelly, a mere two hours from her hometown of Monterey. And, you know, she sort of had this is it an epiphany? I don't know. I'm putting words in your mouth that she realized that if you never leave, it's really hard to appreciate where you come from. And yeah, from that experience, Kelly founded Explore California Travel. And she really thrives. um, And uh, and her whole energy comes from showing people around the California coast. And um, she's really worked hard to perfect the perfect tour experience. And I will say she does it so well. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, Amanda, you want to get us started? Yeah, I do. Well, Kelly, let's start by talking about your travel experiences that led you to start Explore California Travel. What places did you go to and how did they impact you and influence your career goals? Uh, During college, I spent a year abroad in France and traveled all over Western and Central Europe. Um, after college, I spent a year in New Zealand, followed by a year in Japan, working in both places. And then I traveled around South America and Southeast Asia a bunch after that. Um, and I did realize one thing in all of these travels that I really, really enjoyed small curated experiences. And I was on a tight budget, so it was kind of hard to seek those out. But the little guys were always the most fun ones. And that definitely impacted my life for the future, which at the time I didn't quite realize, but I certainly had all of that history in my back pocket to draw from. Yeah, that's so cool. I mean, I also spent a lot of time in Europe when I was in college. I studied abroad in Spain for one quarter during my undergrad, and then I spent a whole year there for my master's degree, um, also in Spain, that time in Valencia. It was a really amazing experience. And um, just a year later, I actually lived for one year in Lima, Peru, and that was really an amazing experience too. So it sounds like um, you really took that to the next level. That's so cool. Yeah, I I got the travel bug pretty early and the travel bug kind of kept biting me over and over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I agree those small tours are the best because you get that one-on, you know, that much more intimate one-on-one experience you get so much more out of it. And uh, I I know that, uh, and there are so many opportunities for doing these types of smaller tours. So, you know, how did you decide to start your own lifestyle business, Kelly? I mean, um, do we want to call it a lifestyle business? And how did you decide what the scope of that would be? And since I said lifestyle business, how do you define that? So the reason I started to start a business was because I saw a niche that needed to be filled. Um, tourists were asking for trips down Highway 1 from San Francisco to Los Angeles, which is one of the most epic stretches of highway in the world. And I grew up in Monterey, halfway between, well, not halfway, less than halfway between San Francisco and Los Angeles. But, you know, I know the area really well because that was my stomping ground. So when 
there's the business didn't exist of transporting people down that stretch of highway. I thought, well, I could just buy a van and do this. I've got the background. I can figure it out. So that's when I decided to start it. And regarding the definition of a lifestyle business, I think that a lifestyle business is a business that kind of gives you ultimate flexibility where you can take on projects that you want to take on and dictate your own schedule and you have sort of ultimate freedom. The flip side of that is you're not going to be making millions of dollars. So you have to just sort of decide what your priorities are. And my priorities are time over money and a happy life work balance. So that's kind of how I would define a lifestyle business. We're not huge and stressed and you know we don't have a giant fleet of vehicles or anything. We're just small and have a good time and enjoy what we do. Yeah, that sounds, you know, great. I love your definition. And so obviously, though, I bet there were some challenges or surprises along the way um, when you were launching your business. And can you give us some examples of what you had to overcome or had to work around and what's been unique about this experience? Sure. The, probably the biggest challenge is <laughs> starting a business in California is not the easiest thing. I think that other states are much easier on small businesses that are trying to make it. California just has so many permitting and so many restrictions and requirements and high fees. It's, it's just really tough. I had no idea how hard it would be to start a business in California. Um, and then the other thing is insurance in California is much, much higher than any other state. So that was a surprise. So you just run into all of these upfront costs and a lot of your money is, it just feels like you're flushing it down the bureaucratic drain, but you get kind of used to that. It happens. Um, and I would say what's unique about it is having a tour company, you get to constantly improve your trips and constantly figure out what's going to make things better. You talk to your guests all the time and you listen to their feedback and you see how they are. Um, a different challenge and what has also been unique all wrapped up in one is we work with people from all over the world. Our guests are from Australia and England and Malaysia and China and everywhere on the planet. And putting together a trip with, we, we only take up to eight people, but we're eight people from eight corners of the world are going to have a good time and understand the itinerary and get the most out of it is actually a really, really fun challenge because you get to learn a lot about different cultures and how they mesh and how you can make sure to cater to each of their needs and, you know, excitement about the experience. Yeah, that's wow. so cool. I think it's really amazing like when you get different cultures together and see how they like how they see things differently or interact with each other and I think it's really great they can bring people together and have a positive experience on these tours no matter where they're from yeah it is it's fun it's fun to see them all become friends too you know I had a family of four folks from India and an Irish guy and a Kiwi guy a couple of weeks ago and they all had <laughs> dinner together and they all went to happy hour together and it was just a, they all really matched it was super fun Oh. And it's something you touched on a little bit earlier, but how has working at something that you're so passionate about affected your career success, your work-life balance, and your overall satisfaction in life? Well, I, I did definitely touch on it a little bit earlier that I'm very passionate about experiences. You know, I value experiences over things, and I definitely want to share that philosophy with people. So 
it's affected my career and life insofar as that's what I do. I share experiences and make sure that people get the most out of those experiences. Um, and my work-life balance, I have pretty solid control over. Sometimes, you know, we take on projects, we do a lot of events and offsites and stuff like that, that I get in a little bit over my head, but that also keeps me on my toes and I'm constantly learning and it's always exciting. So I think that having that push my limits as well adds to a lot of overall satisfaction because I feel like people need to be challenged in life. It's, it's just more fun that way. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that sentiment. <laughs> you get a curveball and you have to, you have to take it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. So what has been your favorite part about running Explore California Travel? And how do your unique experiences and skills impact your job and success? My favorite part about running Explore California is just showing people this part of California that I absolutely love. I love the San Francisco Bay Area. I love the Big Sur coastline. I love wine country. We do a lot of wine country trips and taking people to these small off the beaten path wineries or this really cool turnout on the Big Sur coastline where there's no other tourists. Just kind of sharing that passion and you can tell people really appreciate when you can get them off the beaten path um and my unique experiences and skills that impact my job with you know working with people I've worked with people forever and I have a, a long background in tourism and service and um, I think that really helps kind of run these really small intimate trips that are three days long you know you're in a you're in a van with somebody for three days for most of our itineraries and I would say 99% of the time we have an absolute blast. So <laughs> <laughs> there is that 1% though. That's not as much of a blast, but that comes with every job. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. And uh, I think that one of the things I'd love to hear too, is that, you know, when you're thinking about advice for others who want to start your lifestyle business, I, I, I want to pick up on what you mentioned a little bit about events and how you've also expanded and pivoted part, a portion of your business and, and how that, you know, I mean, how that gave you some, uh, I think when you and I had talked, it gave you a little bit of stability. Yeah, so I would say my my biggest advice in starting a business and pivoting and stuff like that is you just have to do it. You have to like believe that you can do it, even if you do get in over your head or if people believe in you, then you've got to believe in yourself. You know, we've got this massive event this weekend that we've never done anything to this scope and I've been working on it for months. I barely know what I'm doing, but at this point, I feel like I've given myself a PhD in event planning. So you just got to take on those, those <laughs> yeah, you got to take on those big events and just, or big projects or whatever it is and just try your hardest. And there's resources out there that can help you. I mean, Google, I spent, I spent a night doing geometry to figure out how many people and chairs and tables can fit in one room and what the rule of thumb is for sitting versus standing space. And, you know, Google is a great resource. You can figure all of that stuff out. You just have to be resourceful. Um, but I think that a lot of people are scared and nervous and reluctant to start something because it sounds scary. Um, and a lot of people think they need to go back to business school because they need an MBA to start something. And I think that, you know, my dad gave me a great piece of advice when I thought about going back for an MBA in entrepreneurship. And he just said, oh, honey, why don't you just start a business and fail? It'll be a lot cheaper. 
And <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I should try that. <laughs> so I started a business and we just, you know, I got the first part right. <laughs> so. Well, I have to tell you, I can absolutely attest to that because I've learned more on the job um, than I ever learned, uh, you know, uh, uh, completing it and I do have an MBA but it's like it's that experience um is you know truly unique and I think what I loved what you said is that you have to stretch and you have to take that leap because far too often specifically around women we think that we have to check every single box that we can do all these different things instead of looking at other areas where we have succeeded and like you're doing this big event well you've had other events that you've done and yeah this is bigger than every anything you've ever done before and you that box wasn't checked but after this experience it's going to be checked but you were able to pull from all that other knowledge and resources um that are available so you could you know take the leap and i i think that's so inspiring yeah well i hope that other women just yeah just go for it i mean it's people talk so much about their ideas and just, I mean, build a website, get, hold yourself accountable, do something that you can, that's tangible that you can see and that you can move forward with. And that helps kind of generate more ideas for what you can do. So that I think is the best advice I can give to anyone. And, you know, I, I certainly don't want to discount an MBA. That is great knowledge. Oh, no. <laughs> there are times that I really wish I had one, but you, there are enough resources out there that if you're just starting a small business and you just want to get it off the ground, you can figure it out. And it's, it's hard and challenging and it takes time, but you can, it's not insurmountable. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I, it's just a piece of paper and I think on the job experience and going through, um, facing the, the day to day, you know, challenges and, um, that things going sideways, things going well, um, is just, uh, and making those relationships is, uh, you just can't put that. That's just so much more. That's so much more. So Kelly, thank you so much. I mean, I, I really appreciated your sharing how you found success by pursuing your passions for travel. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you inviting me onto your podcast. Yeah. Well, it's been a really informative discussion, and I think we've gotten some really good ideas out there for our audience to consider when they're looking at um, starting their own lifestyle business and yeah, take the leap. Um, and we'd love to hear from our audience. Uh, if you have any ideas you'd like to share, um, you can leave us a comment in the comment section. We absolutely love hearing from you. And if you have a question or would like to suggest a topic for discussion, go ahead and email us at jointheconversation@petitequeen.com. And a final reminder, if you want to stay current, on all of our insightful advice and the breakthrough advantages, you can sign up for our weekly wisdoms newsletter and you're going to get all the insider tips and bonuses up front and first. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. See you on the flip side.